Pushkin. Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill-building courses for you to choose from because the steps you choose to take today will help you love what you do in the future. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It seems like we've been hearing for, I don't know, 10 years now that self-driving cars are two years away. And yes, I know Teslas are amazing because Tesla owners keep telling me so, but we are clearly not yet at that magic transformative moment when cars can truly drive themselves. We're not yet in a world where a human driver seems as out of place as a, as a human elevator operator. So the question for today's show is this, what is the most important problem that we have to solve for that to happen? What's it going to take to get to a world where I'm heading north on I-95 and I just climb in the back of my car and take a nap? I'm Jacob Goldstein, and this is What's Your Problem, the show where we talk to entrepreneurs and engineers about the future they're going to build once they solve a few problems. My guest today is Aisha Evans, CEO of the autonomous car company Zoox, Z-O-O-X. Zoox was acquired by Amazon back in 2020, and I wanted to talk to Aisha because Zoox is really all in on this self-driving car dream. They're not going for half measures. They're not going for baby steps. They're trying to build a truly, fully AI-take-the-wheel self-driving car. So Aisha seemed like the perfect person to talk about the problems engineers are going to have to solve to build a car that can truly drive itself. We started our conversation talking about the self-driving car that Zooks is building now, which really isn't exactly a car. It looks like a toaster on wheels. It's very boxy. Uh, there are sliding doors on either side. And inside, there are two bench seats facing each other. And that's, that's kind of it. There's, there's no driver's seat. There's no dashboard. There's no steering wheel. If you step into our vehicle and you think about driving, we consider that we failed. We're transporting uh -huh. you. No pedals, uh -huh. no steering wheel. You are not involved in the driving. You're a rider, and we conceived it for you. There's also no front or back, right? 
No, fully symmetrical. When you think again about uh, the effectiveness and the efficiency of transportation, especially in dense urban environment, imagine pulling into a narrow alley and not having to make a U-turn and just flipping the lights and the vehicle goes into the other direction. So a thing I like about it not having a steering wheel, not having a front or back, is just the way the thing looks, the physical thing itself, is this manifestation of of how all in you are, right? It's not like, let's take a car and make a robot drive it. It's what does the world look like? What does a thing look like if there is no driver? Yes. If you, you know, you become dispassionate, no matter what car you have today, personal car, and you look at it purely from an engineering standpoint, it's architected and designed with the concept of a human driver. Yeah. What we're doing, by the way, is really, okay, If AI is going to be responsible for the driving amongst other human drivers, how do you architect and design the vehicle so that AI is the best and safest driver possible? That's our point of view. And then you work backward from there. So so how's it going to work? Basically, uh, you have the app. You say, I want to go from here to there. We come, we pick you up, you sit down, you buckle up. Push start, that's a safety thing. And then uh, we take you to point B and uh, you unbuckle, step off. And by that time, we probably already know the other passenger. When can I call one? Depends on where you are. So uh, if you're in Las Vegas, uh, fairly soon, much sooner than you think, uh, on the strip, you'll be able to call one. (laughs) Does that mean this year, next year? It won't be this year. Um, I can tell you. Will it happen by 2025? Yes. And once we do that, uh, then we'll go city by city. We've already been public uh, saying that we'll go Las Vegas and then um, San Francisco. Then as you, we want to move east, but then as you're moving east, you have to handle snow. And then we want to be global. And as you go global, you get a whole new set of parameters. The, The roundabouts in London come to mind. And so is the idea that Zook's vehicles will be like cabs are now, like I have a car and then if I'm in the city and I need to get from one place to another, maybe I'll take a cab. Is it like that? It's like that uh, with a little bit deeper philosophy, which is, look, um, we know that, uh, let's start with the United States, right? Uh, It's around two and a half cars, roughly, per family. We're not saying it'll be zero overnight. Obviously, you have to be uh, rational. But we can do better than two and a half uh, cars per family. So let's say we get to one or one and a half. We feel that we will have done something. After the break the technical problems that Zooks and, for that matter, all the other self-driving car companies are still trying to fix. One surprisingly hard one, how to figure out who goes first when two cars pull up to an intersection at the same time. Aisha calls it the you-go-I-go problem. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. 
But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. Okay, 10 seconds. How many things can you name that are always growing? The universe, easy one. Um, my kids, so far. Uh, To-do lists. Uh, for this month, my sugar snap peas. I know that's not always. I know I'm out of time, but I'm going to give you one more. Businesses on Shopify. <laughs> Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. There are key moments in every endeavor. I ask pretty much everybody I interview on this show about their key moments, their breakthroughs, their failures, their turnarounds, and Shopify can be there for you at all of your key moments. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash problem. Go to shopify.com slash problem now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash problem. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Now let's get back to what's your problem. So, okay, the world has been talking about self-driving cars for, for well over 10 years now. And we know that to get to this self-driving car world, there's going to be regulatory hurdles. There's going to be people worried about safety. I feel like all of that is pretty familiar by now. The thing I really wanted to talk with Aisha about is the technical side. You know, like what problem exactly do engineers have to solve to build cars that can really drive themselves? all of the companies can drive under normal, very kind of constrained circumstances. The thing uh -huh. is, all of these scenarios that can pop up, how do you deal with them? And by the way, how do you deal with them knowing you have human drivers around you? They have their own learned behaviors and learned expectations as to what's going to come from a human driver and the etiquette, the etiquette of it too, uh, that we're not fully there yet. Tell me about the etiquette. Well, Depending on which parts of the city, like if you're in more of a neighborhood area versus more of a businessy area, uh, the behaviors are slightly different in how you approach things. So, for example, uh, we call it you go, I go. Uh, the you go, I go is a little bit more assertive on the business side of things uh -huh. versus in a place where that's a little bit more residential. So all that is, again, the long tail of scenarios that we have to deal with and be ready for. The you go, I go is a really interesting one because that's not about the formal like rules of the road, right? That is very much a cultural thing that's going to even vary from town to town, right? I've lived different places and you go, I go is totally different in, you know, Brooklyn than it is in Bozeman, Montana. So like, 
how's an AI going to figure that out? This is where training is important because uh, before we, we, it'll be a long, 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 long time where you just de deploy uh, what we call generic AI, which is you come in for the first time, you drop in, and boom, you know how to do it. So uh -huh. a lot of um, uh, a lot of what we do is learn and train, and that's why you know it's called deep learning, for example. Uh -huh. And so we do it enough times in uh, enough forms that the stack knows what to look for to make the call. And we we have those examples today for for example, how we drive in San Francisco versus how we drive uh, in the campus we're on today, it's totally different. We're a lot more assertive in uh, San Francisco because that's what ex what's expected. The buffers are smaller because that's also what's expected than uh, we do on the campus. So all that is built into the stack, both with control logic as well as with um, uh, algorithms logic based on uh, our training models. So I'm trying to sort of boil down what you're saying. I mean, it's interesting, like on a certain level, you're saying you've solved the kind of big macro technical problems for computers to drive cars, basically. But you're also saying there are a million edge cases, double parked cars and bikes doing weird things. And who knows? People are weird. The world is weird. Mm -hmm. And those you haven't solved. Exactly. You're just saying you just have to practice more to get it? You just have to do it like that? Why am I unsatisfied by that answer? <laughs> <laughs> because it's, uh, to be fair, you have to practice, but practice is a, is a, is a feedback loop of doing, yeah. finding errors, uh -huh. and figuring out how to deal with the, the errors, doing it okay. again. So it's a continuous feedback loop of that. And that That's is what is left to solve. Can you give me an example of, of a version of that loop you've just completed where you found an error and then fixed it? What's an example of that? Yeah, this one is very personal. Uh, my, uh, my first Zooks ride uh, ever, uh, so that's three and a half years ago, when the vehicle saw a double parked vehicle in front of it, uh, but uh, there was uh, it's a single lane, and so you have basically... Um, a double yellow line. The vehicle says, oh, the rule says through the AI stack that I cannot cross a double yellow line. Right. So we would actually stop, disengage, and do it manually and go around it. Uh -huh. But over time, we've now learned through all of the DPVs we've seen. And so there are many times now when the A... DPV on, is a double parked double vehicle? Double parked vehicle, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when, when there's a double parked vehicle uh, in front of the vehicle now, the vehicle is able to look through the sensor pod, look at oncoming traffic, look at everything else, speeds and feeds and everything else around it. And uh, many times now it is able to just smoothly, like a human would do, make uh -huh. the decision itself. That's a good one because yes. there's a clear rule. You can't cross a double yellow line. We all learned that. But yet we also all know if you're driving along and somebody's double parked in front of you, you got to swerve over it. Nobody's coming the other way. Like you're allowed to do that. Exactly. So how does an AI figure out when it's okay to do that? So we, uh, through again, uh, the algorithms, through a lot of training, meaning the, all the scenarios, if it's seen over and over again, yeah. it's able to say, okay, I looked, uh, and this is where, again, the placement of the sensor architecture is very important because in our yeah. vehicle, since it's every top four corner and you have a 270 degree view, it's yeah. able to basically say, hey, I'm looking in front of me. I have plenty of space. There's no car coming on the oncoming lane. And I see that I have space also in front of the, the double park vehicle. Uh -huh. There are no pedestrian. There's no bike coming up. Oh, yeah, I can do this. 
it goes ahead. So you're telling me basically like the AI, the machine, the vehicle already knows how to drive. It just needs to practice, just needs to practice for millions of hours. It's funny you should say this. I have a 16-year-old daughter, so she started the journey of driving. <laughs> and, um, you know, at first we were just uh, within a mile of the house in the neighborhood. Then uh, maybe some areas where there are stop signs. And now we're up to uh, sort of the supermarket. And very soon uh, we'll be up to going to school. It is the case that human beings can learn to drive pretty well in like, what, 40 hours or so. And computers clearly cannot, right? Um, and I used to think people were bad drivers, right? Like, it seems obvious to me, frankly, that people are bad drivers, right? I mean, you know, we look at our phones while we're driving. We overrate our driving abilities. We have literal blind spots. Um, on the other hand, Zook's vehicles can see way better than people can see all the way around in 360 degrees. They have like the smartest people in the world trying to teach them how to drive. They have millions of hours of practicing and still they're worse than human drivers. So like, I don't know how to parse that, right? Like, are people actually way better drivers than I thought? Well, so I think that we, we conflate a lot of things when we talk about driving. So let's go back to my daughter. I don't think, I, I dispute a little bit that my, my child started learning to drive at, uh, at 16. She started learning to drive the first day she was in a car. Yeah, or maybe even the first day she was alive. That's right? my I mean, point. Just seeing physics and seeing the world and understanding people. I mean, that's maybe the most interesting thing for me in this conversation, right, is like, the hard part in teaching computers to drive is teaching them to figure out people. Exactly. And, and ecosystems that are built around and for people. That, in a way, is the ultimate problem you're trying to solve, right? Like, try and teach a computer to think like a person. That's exactly right. And I, I think when I put my, my firstborn in the car seat, coming home from the hospital, she was already starting to learn. Uh-huh. Say more. You know, you're in a car, you know, it's moving, you know, there's a driver, your parent, you're, you're looking around, you're, you're already starting to, your internal algorithms are already starting to learn and take inputs. You know that you need to stop at a light before you're an actual driver, right? And then all of the weirdness of like, if somebody's nodding or if somebody's pointing or if somebody's waving and the different things a wave can mean, like there can be like the nice guy point, like, hey, nice job. Or like the angry point, like, what are you doing when you're driving? Driving, certainly in the city, you need to know what those different things mean. That is exactly right. And that is the essence of the problem that is left to solve. And how do you solve it? Practice, uh -huh. train, um, encode, uh, figuring out, figure out a way to give the computer as, as many inputs as possible, teaching it how to make decisions, and very important, making sure that you teach the computer to know what it is it doesn't know. So that uh -huh. when it doesn't wow. know something, it tells us or it shows us. So then we can sit down and say, okay, that's a problem. How do we get around that? How do we solve for that? That's really interesting. Fundamentally, this is a discussion about risk, right? I mean, what you're saying is Zook's vehicles can basically drive themselves now, but not safely enough. That's exactly right. And so, I mean, one question is, um, 
how safe are they going to have to be, right? I imagine as good as human drivers is not good enough. This is clearly a super high stakes, literally a life and death question. No system is infinitely safe. How good is good enough? We have to do way, way, way better than humans today, both on the crashes and um, on the number of miles driven per incident, basically. Uh-huh. And um, twice, twice as good. Well, Ten times that's as good. Like how much? How how good does it have to be? Like. Uh, in a purely rational world, a little bit better would be good enough, right? Human beings are not just purely rational. They are very oh, no. rational, but they are not purely rational. And yeah. so, um, again, I don't. none of us in the industry have given our metrics, so I'm not going to be the first one to do that. There's a reason we haven't. Uh, but we have to be much safer than humans. This is not a be as safe as them type situation or a little bit better. I would not consider that to be a responsible thing to do. In a minute, in the lightning round, Aisha tells us where, of all the places she's lived, human drivers are the worst. Also, one domain where AI will never be better than humans. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org wisefriend. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. 
Okay, let's get back to the show. We're going to close with the lightning round. So I, I love this. I love the conversation. I love talking about big, complicated technical things. But I also love asking lots of questions really fast at yes. the end of an interview. Uh, are you ready? I am. What is the one piece of advice you'd give to somebody who is trying to solve a hard problem? Break it down. What's the biggest misconception people have about self-driving cars? That cameras only can uh, cameras lead you. That cameras are enough. That's the Tesla view. Yes. What driving advice have you given your 16-year-old daughter who is learning to drive? Relax and pay attention. What is one domain where AI will never be better than humans? And don't say love. Understanding the soul of a human. Empathy. Okay. Empathy. Um, of all the places you've lived, where were the drivers the worst? You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Israel was pretty tough from a driving <laughs> environment standpoint. I love the country. I would live there again. Driving there is pretty tough. Interesting in terms of like norms and I go, you go, right? It's basically I go, I go. Pretty much. So where have AI engineers underrated humans? Self-driving. And where have AI engineers overrated humans? What are humans worse at? Oh, we can't process what, what, what I call linear known processing, where the rules are clear, the, the, the algorithm is clear. We will never beat the machine. Yeah. So we're terrible at chess, but actually pretty good at driving. That's exactly right. Uh, well, this was delightful. Thank you for your time. I really enjoyed it too. Thank you. I have to thank okay. you for something that nobody has done. And I do a lot of these over the years. You pushed me to root, to the root of, uh, and, and to finding a way to uh, decipher the essence of self-driving and why it's hard. And I really appreciate it. I learned something today. Aisha Evans is the CEO of Zooks. Today's show was produced by Edith Russolo. It was edited by Kate Parkinson Morgan and Robert Smith, and it was engineered by Amanda K. Wong. Theme music by Luis Guerra. Our development team is Lee Talmolad and Justine Lang. A huge team of people makes What's Your Problem possible. That team includes, but is not limited to, Jacob Weisberg, Mia Lobel, Heather Fain, John Schnars, Carrie Brody, Carly Migliori, Christina Sullivan, Jason Gambrell, Brant Hayes, Eric Sandler, Maggie Taylor, Morgan Ratner, Nicole Morano, Mary Beth Smith, Royston Deserve, Maya Koenig, Daniela Lacan, Kazea Tan, and David Clever. What's Your Problem is a co-production of Pushkin Industries and iHeartMedia. To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever. I'm Jacob Goldstein, and I'll be back next week with another episode of What's Your Problem? The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored among some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate 
or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 